rocking with your boy Jim, and this is the Daily Joe. What's up, my guys? This your boy Jim, and I would like to welcome you guys to the Daily Joe. Support me and my content um, at the Daily Joe on the Anchor by Spotify. We're going to get into this episode. We're going to talk about the NBA highlights that went down tonight. First, you had the Celtics defeating the Hornets. 115 to 101. We also had the Chicago Bulls defeat the Detroit Pistons 114 to 108. The Phoenix Suns defeated the Miami Heat 111 to 90. You also had the Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Atlanta Hawks 124 to 115. We had the Houston Rockets defeat the Lakers in overtime. 139 to 130. We also had the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, running down on the OKC Thunder, uh, 132 to 102. We had the Orlando Magic defeating the New Orleans Pelicans, 108 to 102. Uh, We also saw a blowout win by the New York Knicks versus the Dallas Mavericks, 107 to 77. We also had the Toronto Raptors defeating the San Antonio Spurs, 119-104. to So those are a few of the highlights from today's, well, tonight's game. And I want to go into, you know, intel de- details about some of the games that I watched tonight. Um, I'm going to start off with talking about the Phoenix Suns. Those guys are balling right now. They went 8-0 in the bubble. Since then, they haven't looked back. And for those guys to reach the finals and come back with that hunger that they have this year, I can see why they are the number one team in the league right now. I mean, collectively, those guys, they play basketball. They share the ball. Um... They shoot it pretty well. They pass the ball also. And in the absence of Chris Paul, those guys have really been balling. So shout out to Cameron Payne, Book, Aiden, uh, Mikael Bridges with those long arms of his. He should be a candidate for a defensive player of the year in my mind. He has been on a tear uh, as of late. So, I also want to go over, you know, the Celtics and Hornets. Tatum is balling. Um, Jalen Brown is coming back, so hopefully they can keep my boy healthy for a little while. That East is flooded with talent. I mean, we have the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, We have the Bucks that are there. You know, these are the defending champs, and we have the Miami Heat at that number one seed in the East. And everybody is counting Brooklyn in, you know, even though Brooklyn is struggling right now. I say once we can get those guys at full speed, the East will be the most interesting playoffs that we have seen in a while. So with that being said, Giannis went off tonight. I mean, Giannis led his guys in a big way, you know, uh, 43-point double-double. 
Um, he led uh, the Bucks to their six straight win. They're balling right now. I mean, we don't see it because you got the, the top three teams that are leading in the East right now. And people are just kind of basically watching uh, Milwaukee out, out of the playoff picture. But you got to pay close attention to those guys. They're the defending champs whenever you get done. So they're going to be there. I hope so. But that East is, is that tight. Now, the biggest disappointment of tonight, you know, and I mean, it's been a on-current situation, a current situation with the Lakers. And that's the losing. I mean, it seems like don't nobody want to win. You know, we got Russell Westbrook. You know, he came out yesterday, you know, saying his family was being threatened and people calling him Westbrook is messing up his name. Like, bro, it's basketball. You know, I guess some of the fans are kind of harsh. You know, they feel like they paid their money, that they owe something. You're not. You're there to watch the NBA game. But in our reality, with just looking at how the Rockets defeated the Lakers, they're old. I mean, they running them out the gym. You know, LeBron coming in with a triple-double tonight. Get that man some help. What? What do we have there to look forward to? I mean, you, you're looking at Anthony Davis. I mean, the man is a, a, a talent, but that talent is not there on the floor. LeBron is 37 years old. I want everybody to realize that. So he don't have that much longer in the NBA, and it seems like the pieces that Rob Polinka put around the Lakers are not working out. You know, maybe the coach needs to go, but I feel like y'all snub uh, Teron Lou as the coach. So I, I just don't feel no pity with that. But Frank Vogel is a championship coach. And I'm not taking anything away from LeBron, but I think the other players have not stepped up and the pieces do not mesh. It's not uh, Montrez Harrell. It's not a, I mean, I would even say Dennis Stroder did better than Russell Westbrook. And y'all just got rid of him after one year. I mean, so when you look at the Lakers and the problems that the Lakers are having this, this time of year, it's because of the front office. This got nothing to do with the play on the court. They didn't see Struder, Stroder as a as an $80, 90000000 million player. They didn't see him as a max player. You could have gave something that kept that man around. Um, Alex Caruso, they let him walk, go to the Chicago Bulls. And now you look at the Chicago Bulls, they're playing tough ball. They're they're one of those top four teams that's in the East right now. So I look at everything the Lakers lost. They lost Cal Kuzma. They lost Octavius Caldwell-Pope. Uh, they lost Montreal Harris. They lost Struda. Uh, but what did they gain? They gained a bunch of aging players to put it around LeBron that are ring chasing and it's just not going to work out. I mean, as much as I like the Lakers, I mean, they're, they're in trouble of even making the playoffs right now. And I don't want to take this whole segment and my whole time that I have with this podcast to talk about the Lakers because that's just a bigger disappointment in itself. You know, everybody keep thinking, oh, AD come back, it's going to save the Lakers. No, it's not going to save I mean, the chemistry is not there. 
It hasn't been there from jump. And I think we got a product that everybody thought was going to work and it it didn't work. It's not successful. Um, and for as Russell Westbrook go, I mean, I'm just going to keep it 100 with him. Um, when it comes to Westbrook's situation, you look at the stars that Westbrook has had around him and he has not been able to get the job done. I remember Kobe and in 2009 and 10, they was calling the OKC Thunder the team of the future, the team to beat. And that was sold because, you know, you had this this three-piece together, Harden, Durant, and Westbrook. That was in the earlier stages. So, you know, uh, Harden get traded, and he goes to the Rockets. So then you still have Westbrook and Durant. Durant is out one year, they suffer one year. But then the year they make it to the Western Conference Finals, they had Golden State 3-1. They had them 3-1, and Golden State came back, and Durant left. So Durant was telling everybody then, Westbrook don't want to win championships. He just wants stats. And then I look at L.A., I look at the situation, because it's not all Russell Westbrook fault. I mean, I think it's the front office fault because they didn't they didn't do their homework. Like, man, this man been in the league, what, 13, 14 years. He's been who he is for 14 years. And nothing is gonna change about that. I mean, respect that. I mean, that man been who he is for 14 years. Nothing was gonna change. I don't know what the Lakers saw that they thought they was gonna get a bargain for. Because, I mean, it looked terrible to me. So, with that being said, do I think the Lakers going to make the play-in tournament? No. Because the New Orleans Hornets, well, I call them the Hornets, they are the Pelicans, are right there neck and neck with them. Actually, after tonight, they're tied. The Lakers had a half-game lead, but it seemed like they're tied all of them. So, and you look at New Orleans. New Orleans got C.J. McCullough. Um, also, they got Zion coming back. Brandon Ingram is out for a week. And this team has been playing some of the best ball here lately. Can the Lakers keep up with that? And, 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 and are you looking for the Lakers to get put out in the first round? I mean, what team that's number one or number two that the Lakers can beat? They can't beat Memphis. And they, they damn sure can't beat Phoenix. So, I just don't know what the Lakers brass and officials are doing over in Laker Lane. I hope y'all correct that shit because, to me, it's feeling like LeBron needs to go on about his business. So, talked about the highlights from the NBA. I want to talk about the trade that actually happened today. Um, you had the Colts trading Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. Um, I really don't know what to think about it. I mean, I didn't think uh, Carson Wentz was bad for the Colts. I didn't think that at all. I think you know, T.Y. Hilton, he wasn't healthy most of the year. I mean, to me, it was, it was a lot on the whole team. I mean, the defense looked like they was you know, trying to do a little something in the beginning of the year, but I think at the end of the year that the whole team collapsed. 
I'm not just going to call Carson Wentz out. And I just don't understand this trade, period. I mean, this trade make you just want to throw something at the coast. Like, dude, this man threw seven interceptions all year. Why would you trade a man that got seven interceptions? He had 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Something don't add up with that. Washington, you know, can y'all right y'all wrongs with him? I mean, I like the Heineken. You know, I think Heineken, if you gave him a full chance, Heineken could have actually been a quality starter in this league. But I... Carson Wentz to the Commanders, yeah, they they have a few weapons, you know, they have a young defense, you know, so I'm not gonna wipe uh, right Washington off, but Carson Wentz, he should have been traded from the coach. I mean, like who you got that's even gonna replace Carson Wentz? You know, that's a joke to me. You know, this man got you one game away from the playoffs, and you guys trade him. Uh, it's trash. I mean, pure trash. I mean, the, the Indianapolis Colts need their ass whooped. I'm just going to say that. Now, the other trade that went down yesterday, I couldn't talk about this because I didn't get on the air. Uh, but Russell Wilson, uh, he was traded to the Denver Broncos. Uh, five-time Pro, uh, Pro Bowl quarterback. Uh, this was a blockbuster. You know, uh, the Broncos gave a lot in exchange for uh, Mr. Wilson. Uh, they traded Drew Locke, uh, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. Now, look, this is the conversation they got. Um, they got a 2022 first round pick. Um, they also got a 2022 uh, 23 first round pick and a 2022 second round pick. Um, they got a 2022 fifth round pick and a 2023 second round pick. Denver Broncos went all in. And I know a lot of people, they thinking like, ah, oh, that's a bad trade. I, w- I wouldn't have traded for uh, Russell Wilson. But you look at those weapons Denver got. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I'm not going to say he a bad quarterback. I mean, he a borderline eye quarterback. Russell Wilson. I mean, from what I'd have seen over the years, I mean, the boy put in the time. I mean, he had the receivers, but never had a running game. You get him a, a running game with Williams and Gordon. And then, you know, Patrick over there, you know, uh, you got Jerry Judy over there. So, you know, they, they got some weapons over there. You know, man, like, I, I mean, I'm shocked that, you know, Seattle would even even do that but you know Russell Wilson he's been playing the field for the last two years he's been wanting to get out of Seattle here's his chance um, to show everybody that he better um, than what he's been in Seattle it's it's a big chance for him to recreate himself you know it it maybe can work out like it did for Matthew Matthew Stafford you know Matthew got traded from a mediocre bad team and he won a Super Bowl this year so I'm looking forward to seeing what the Denver Broncos do with Russell Wilson. You know, evidently after that move happened, Aaron Rodgers decided he was going to stick in Green Bay. Uh, they, I heard his contract is record-breaking at $50 million a year. 
Uh, I think it's trendsetting. But I mean, this guy ain't won a, a championship since 2010. Who cares? Like, nobody care about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Devontae Adams coming back on the franchise franchise tag. I mean, that don't make sense. But I would love to see what Russell Wilson do this year. Uh, I mean, you got a you got a big challenge ahead of you. You playing in in the AFC now. You got them young gunners over there, Herbert, Mahomes, you know, Josh Allen. You got the likes over there, boy, and they putting in some work. So, Russell Wilson, you got to come on with it. You act to be out of Seattle. Uh, that your wish has been granted. And that was one of the teams you chose. So, I know you saw the weapons that was over there. And you're ready to make this work. So, with that being said, my friends, this is the end of the Daily Joke. I discuss my highlight. Y'all listen. I need you to listen to support. Uh, I'm putting in hard work and, and on the grind. I just ask my listeners something small, something from the heart. It could be 50 cents. It could be a dollar. It could be anything. Anything helps. And it, it helps support my content. It helps me bring out everything for you guys and, and bring it to you on time. I just want to thank all my fans and my listeners for listening to me. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. This is The Daily Joe. Y'all have a great night.